Hello there, the Chronicle Podcast faithfuls. This is Samuel. I am the host and founder of the Chronicle Podcast. The episode you're about to listen to is called The Clash. It's the real debut of our segment um, that we, we try to have uh, personalities from the, and both of both worlds for you to actually listen to. So we, we delve into the, uh, the, the, the brand that our co-host was part of, um, Wisdom, the Kamara Culture brand and the Wicked clothing line. And we also got into the the AE biography of WWE Hall of Famer Edge. And also, we had to have a bit of a pro wrestling school and explaining certain certain terminologies and um, um, things to wisdom. But these episodes will be uh, dropped um, from now for the next two weeks. So, to always look out for this space, uh, we'll start off. With the first one i know don't mind my tone at the beginning of the episode i try to you know give that cool camp for let this thing but you know it doesn't work when it comes to the chronicle podcast because i get i got fired up before the end of the episode thank you so much for always doing this the episode on the clash starts now Welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. This is the re-debut of a long-lost segment on the Chronicle Podcast here, um, The Clash. The Clash was a segment we, as a brand, uh, thought of to actually have uh, two of both worlds, um, someone from a diverse, uh, diverse world and some um, and us here on the Chronicle Podcast wanting to get their take um their opinions and perspective on different issues and of course we wanted to delve into documentaries and like the brand and topics that can come up anytime that needs to be addressed and i'm so happy that after a year and many months later we've been able to get this back on the audio wave joining me today is the chief financial officer of the camaria culture um, brand um he has a lot to delve into today but first of all i want to introduce you all to Wis- wisdom how are you doing hello Samuel. thank you for having me um i'm very well how about you um i'm good i'm doing really good um so um proud and elated to actually finally have this uh on today and um it's really one of those uh episodes that i'm i'm always very proud to um get to talk to the person on the other side because um with the world of today and the busy schedule i know for you and for anyone that takes time out to do this it's always uh, from my side is not for granted because i always appreciate anybody that takes time out to do something any of or anything with us um and um and of course it's already going to be a crazy one because we have a lot to go into here um in as much as this was to delve into the um a and a biography of WWE hall of famer adam copeland you all known as uh, as age um but i would love to uh, drive this ship way back to um what actually brought us here because um we are not just going to delve into that alone we want to know more about who wisdom is what he's doing and um the brand he represents 
and um, the Kamara Kuchel is one of the things I really want to talk about um, now and um, of course the, uh, we know uh, about the brand um, they have a, an e-outlet where you can check them out on their water business page and their Instagram page uh, at Kamara Kuchel I think they are, they, I don't think I know they do have a clothing line that was launched in um, September 2021 uh, which they, they would love to call Wicked and if you already know them or if you want to know them you can check them out on Instagram and see what they have in store but for, uh, before we get into all that um, Wiz I just wanted to uh, get to introduce yourself I know you've already introduced yourself reintroduce yourself uh, the man behind uh, the brand I know you are the chief financial officer there so of course we have a CEO and uh, which is actually a female guys alright so um, Sharon Oko we have the the chief that is it the chief director the creative director Emmanuel Adi and of course here with me right now wisdom the chief financial officer wisdom or uh, uh, what is uh Kamaria Kucha and what do they stand for well first of all like I said earlier thank you for having me let me reintroduce myself my name is Wisdom, and I'm an IT support specialist. That's my good job. That's what I do day to day. That's my profile, an IT support specialist. Okay. Alongside um, two partners, Sharon Oko and Emmanuel Adie, I'm the chief financial officer of this brand, and the name of the brand is Camaria Couture. Now, Camaria was launched with the Wicked Street Style Clothing Line in September 2021. And Camaria was created as the advent of Camaria was as a beacon of representation, or rather a representation of expressive freedom rooted in modern day Africanism. So when we when we had the inception for Camaria, what we wanted to actualize was to give these people the chance to express themselves freely without being judged or profiled. So we started with something very simple, which was a simple street style fashion line with the word written, written or rather scrolled across the chest. Why we chose the word wicked? We chose the word wicked for several reasons. Firstly, wicked signifies, you know how you say something is something so, something is so good, it's sick. Kind of like when you use an old word to describe something just because of how good it is, like this thing is really good, it's sick or it's ill. So that's just one of the reasons why we chose the word wicked. But if you go a little bit deeper, Wicked, not everybody would want to wear the word wicked scrolled across their chest, especially considering that we're Nigerians. We like to be, let me be positive. And wicked doesn't sound very positive. If I would say yes, wicked, the word wicked, nobody wants to be seen as wicked. It doesn't sound very cheerful, it doesn't sound very positive, so to speak. 
So if you are able to wear the word wicked scroll across your chest and not care what other people would see when they look at you, it means you're getting introduced into the mindset of freedom. But freedom is not just about being able to move around. Freedom in a lot of ways has to be several things. You have to be free enough to to think for yourself. You need to be free enough to do what you want to do, to wear what you want to wear, without worrying about how other people might think about it. So that's why we started with something simple with wicked scrolls across the chest. So that's what Camaria is about so far. Camaria, like I said, is a representation of expressive freedom. We just want people to be able to express themselves. And it does not discriminate against, I mean, obviously, for such a forward-thinking brand. I'm sure you should already know this. Wicked does not discriminate against body type or or gender or dare I even say sexual orientation. Anybody of any body type, size, color, just anything you can think of, any category you can think of, wicked rests on your body. We give you the shape you want to be. We don't we don't you know how most people make clothes, they make clothes a certain way. If you don't look a certain way you won't be able to wear them. But the way wicked is it brings out the shape of your own body and enables you or it enables you carry yourself in in should I say in pride. It gives you the chance to be proud of the way your body looks. It adorns you. It just sits on you. That's another concept. That's, that's something else we thought of when when um, we had the instruction for the Wicked brand. So yes, that that's it so far for for Wicked. We had just one brand out called Wicked for the Camaria Couture. Just one brand, and it's called Wicked for now. I can't give details or I can't even give a sneak peek as to what's coming next because we're we are still at the drawing board for the next clothing line. So now Camaria Couture has just a weekend to offer. We have a CEO, her name is Sharon O'Cole. She came up with the idea for the brand. We have a creative director who is a stylist. He's based in Lagos, handles most of our operations. He chose everything from the design, the color spectrum. I mean, surely with that input, he was the, he, he headed everything that has to do with the design. And I'm the CFO. I'm also an IT support specialist. I handle all things IT relating, that relate to the business and the brand and all the books. Everything accounting falls to me. So like someone already said, we have two e-outlets. You can reach us via the our WhatsApp channel. Somewhere, I don't know if you're going to share this link because obviously I can't just read the link out. Yeah, yeah, yes. The link should be would be shared after the show. Oh. Yeah, when the episode is sorry, when the episode is officially out, we would love of course you would love to get the link from you so that I, I think we, we, we do have it, but we'd love to share it when the episode will be published. 
that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay. So we have uh, the WhatsApp business link and the Instagram page. You can visit us on Instagram, on WhatsApp, check out our catalog or our posts on Instagram. You can place your orders via either of these outlets. Or if you simply want to ask questions, please be our guest. We would love to have you. Anything at all you would like to know about the brand, just reach out to us. Yeah, talking about, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Wiz. Thank you so much, Wisdom, for um taking time out to explain talking about questions that is what i'm here to do um of course uh when it comes to uh a brand for any any type of business any type of brand out there especially um a, a, a black brand or uh, of course this is not like a, a like you said it's not a gender based shit it's not like something uh like we want to just as related to just one part of the uh of this thing but you can't take away the fact that this is a brand by uh, like three black people people that are trying to be innovative people that are trying to put something out there that they feel is the best thing that you everybody should check out and be a part of and if you if you if you haven't seen anything from uh kamaria culture take it from me the wicked um clothing line is a banger like of course, talking about talk about using words that have deeper connotations. Um, of course, you know when it comes to the blacks, because I sometimes uh, people don't want to go there. But as a podcaster, as a human being, as a Nigerian, as a black person, we should always address even the things that is always like a taboo to address. This for a brand that is just starting, and I would love to get your take on this for a brand that is just starting or a brand that. I mean you are trying to put out there and of course you are not just going to sell this to nine uh, to um, maybe the western part of the world alone you are going to make sure that this sells in your own part of the world i mean we are talking about the black people here i mean when it comes to nigeria as a whole we, we are known for being religious we are known for being religious and of course not only that when it comes to ethics when it comes to what am I representing? What 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 is my uh, convictions? And you 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 see me wearing something that the scroll wicked on, and you're like, okay, okay. W- w- what narrative are you trying to push out there? I mean, for Kamara culture, what of course talk talk about boldness. What led to that? Uh, those I know you, sometimes details when it comes to what uh, like maybe the board of that uh, people that are in charge or the, the creative minds we actually thinking when they actually push this out there. But what was the mindset at that time when this um this idea was first brought up and you're like, okay, we want to actually do this. This is what we want. What was the mindset of uh the people that are going to be uh. Uh, to walk hand in hand to make sure that this goes out there um what was considered then and how were you able to tackle it talk about your position as a financial you are not just the chief financial officer when it comes to it talk about it the technology part of it the problem solving abilities you you have to be a leader with whatever you do talk, it's not only just cash management and corporate finance competence you you have to have a strong work ethic that you have to because you are the one that's going to handle the fund so if you are not part of the like the creative mind to make sure that this anything that's going to be produced or is going to be like put out there to for this brand 
should uh, it should uh, you should of course you be uh, you have to be part of it to be able to know that because you are the ones that get okay the, the funds coming in if if you are not uh part of it then how are you going to manage these funds because you can't put something out there that will affect this business so i want to know the mindset that was in it and also so that you have to you have a two question coming in as one uh, in terms of like the the it part of it uh, we are talking about technology here and um something that is really um of course it's just a theory it's just a theory out there the afrofuturism where we like to evaluate the past and fuse it with the future to create a better conditions for the present generation especially when i talking about the black people true um of course it 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 cuts across different genres of life but when you're bringing it to a, a clothing a, a brand like this what was that um talking about the mindset because you of course you're trying to bring uh the the past that the, the africanism part of it but still fusing it in because of course anybody will hear clothing line from africa maybe a clothing line by black people of course you expect the ankaras the 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 local flavors of ours but that's not what you're getting here you are getting more than this you are getting up uh, talk about boldness you're getting something that you would wear and of course get into tro get into trouble with it and you're like how are you going to defend yourself so what's the what was the mindset i'm still trying to put it what was the mindset at that time when this idea of like doing a clothing line that is going to have a scroll word wicked on that has deeper connotations in especially when it comes to black people and nigerian as a whole sorry wizard that took a long time but i needed to get that off my chest <laughs> Thank you for the question. I would like to firstly correct an impression. We are not trying to be innovative. We are innovative. Oh, okay. I stand corrected, sir. <laughs> when we came up with this, we had sort of um, a roundtable discussion about it. And, you know, life is life in itself is contradictory it has lots of contradictions there yeah. is the everything contradicts itself in life or rather rather everything has a contradiction in life so, so when we when we thought about this we had sort of like a round table discussion can you hear me yeah okay i can hear you i just want you to have the floor to actually explain it more to us because i want to listen and take notes <laughs> oh. okay okay that's all right so wait, we had a roundtable discussion about this and as you know as nigerians we um we are boxing a lot we have lots of um we have lots of if you see someone walking on the street, if you see someone walking on the street and the person is wearing something that looks, um, should I say, questionable, if you see some, if you see something, a relic. If you see someone walking on the street and they wear something that looks questionable or something that okay let me let me give you specifics maybe something that looks default or something that looks 
to basically inappropriate for the weather. Maybe you see someone wearing a suit and is walking under the sun. Most people tend to have. Welcome back to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. This is still The Clash with Wisdom, the Chief Financial Officer of Camaria Culture. I'm so glad and happy that we are back on. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but we are back on. So, Mr. Wiz, you're actually explaining the two-part question I post out there to you. <laughs> so, love to hear your take on that. Okay, thank you, Samuel. To answer the first part of your question, we had a roundtable discussion about this, and you know, over here in Nigeria, when you see certain things, because we, we, we are boxing a lot, we have lots of limitations and lots and lots of should I say leases. We we have a lot holding us back. Okay. You see someone on the street, for example. And the person is wearing something that seems inappropriate. Maybe the skirt the girl is wearing is too short, or maybe it's too long, or maybe there is a guy walking on the street wearing a suit, and the sun is really hot. Maybe it's really hot on that on that on that day, and the person is wearing a suit with a tie. And most people tend to have an impression right away. They're like, okay, why is this girl skirt so short? You can practically see her tonsils. Or yeah. why is this girl skirt so long? She probably goes to deeper life. She's, a, she's probably a deeper life member. That, that's a church, by the way. Or you'd be like, why is this guy wearing his suits when the weather is so hot, when he could wear something much more comfortable? So when we look at all of this, what into our minds is this? It's okay to have thoughts about things you see, but it's not entirely healthy to to form impressions prematurely. So when you see the wicked brand, what we are trying to put forward is this. We're trying to we're trying to set up or rather we're trying to um foster a culture where People don't get to form impressions about things and about people prematurely. So when you see me walking on the street with a suit when it's too hot, before you go ahead and conclude that, okay, there's something wrong with me for wearing that, how about you ask me first? If you can't ask me, how about you don't have an impression at all? It's okay to see and have thoughts, but not necessarily impressions because they are harmful to have to have premature impressions are harmful, not just to the people you encounter, but to yourself. Now, this scenario I'm giving about seeing someone in the street wearing something that seems inappropriate, not necessarily show, or rather go to show how, how harmful having premature impressions would be, but it leads you to believe things that are false. You, everybody knows that there's such there's such things as false beliefs. So to prevent you from believing things that are false, 
it's not healthy to have premature infections. So when you see something, it's okay to get intrigued. If you would like to know more, ask questions. That's what we're trying to foster. It calls for people get to ask questions. So if you see me on the street wearing wicked, you'd be like, okay, this this doesn't this doesn't sit well with me because in my church, the pastor tells me that we're supposed to be positive. In my home, my parents preach positivity. They are all about positivity. We need to be positive. We need to be. We need to speak good things. We need to be cheerful. Hear the way our names go. Our name is most of it either comes from the Bible or it's something positive. Like my name now is wisdom. Wisdom is positive. Samuel comes from the Bible. The blessing is positive. Um, grace is positive. Faith is positive. Okay. It's the way our names go. So that positivity is ingrained in us as Nigerians. Right. So when you see something that seems out of that range of positivity, like wicked, you see someone walking on the street and feels wicked, why would someone want to wear that? Instead of going ahead to, to um, cultivate any false narrative or to believe something prematurely, how about you approach the person and ask politely, may I ask why your shirt stays wicked or why your pen stays wicked? And then the person will go ahead and tell you that, okay, this is what it is. And this is what people should say when they are asked the question, why do you have a wicked scroll across your chest? Okay. You should say, we are trying to foster culture where people get to ask questions first before they form impressions. That's just it. Ask the questions before impressions. A wicked on lighter notes is about just, oh my God, this is so good, it's sick, this is so good, it's ill, this tastes so bad. Like, those words we use, they're, they're slang. They don't necessarily mean, it's just like when someone tells you this is this is so good, it's sick. It doesn't mean that the thing is written with some kind of ailment. Sick is just a word, it's just a slang. It's in the same way wicked is a slang. This thing is so cool, it's a wicked on a light hand, but deep down, Wicked is more about giving people the freedom to to not feel so boxed in, to not feel like they are being judged whenever they walk around, or rather, to let themselves be judged so that they get more comfortable with not caring about being judged, and at the same time, foster the culture of making people ask questions before forming opinions. I hope I've answered the first part of your question, someone. Yeah, yeah, you have, you have. I'm okay with that. Okay, just to be clear, because I kind of lost some thoughts while I was explaining the first part of the question. So could you please go through the second part of the question for me before I, I say anything else? Yeah, the, the the second part of the question, I was really, I was, um, of course, I wanted to push the envelope when it comes to your IT part of it, because I'm like, okay, you say you're an IT support kind of guy, that's like technology we're talking about here, right? Yes, that's correct. 
Okay, so if you are talking about technology, there's a theory of this Afrofuturism whereby it is the merge of bringing in the past and fusing it with the pre with the future. Sorry, it's not even the, the present, the future. Like you're looking at things like from five years from now, like what's going to be that comfortability type of thing that should be in, uh, should be created now so that before the future comes, we should already have that. And you know, we are known for, okay, they would just say the blast, we are, we don't even want to know about technology it's always difficult for us to handle shit like that and um, me trying to push this envelope when it comes to your brand when it comes to this uh clothing line wicked being launched last year so for this uh the mindset i was trying to ask was what was this mindset was this because you hear a, a clothing line from africa a clothing line from nigeria everybody want to think it's going to be like the i'm uh, trying to um innovate with an Ankara fabric or trying to bring in all those our local flavors but that's not what we have here when it comes to Kamara culture this is not where you have the so and nail type of clothes like, okay oh we're going to give you fringe we're going to give you um the 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 other fabrics so like what brought about this because this one is unique on its own it's more less about like the the, the clothes you the everyday clothes but with uh, a very uh, a texture that uh, is next to none like i just wanted to explain the business mindset about it when it comes to uh technology and you trying to fuse in the uh both the past and future like of course we are africans and we shouldn't just be based on our um, our our maybe what we have available what was that mindset after like okay we are going outside the norm of course you said it yourself you guys uh, the brand already is in is an innovative one so what was that mindset at that time when it came to this uh ideology to be like okay we want to get a clothing line out there so we are not going for our normal um ankara or our fabric let's go outside the box thank you samuel for your question you know um or rather we all know weird is a new trend everybody liked the idea of being weird now. <laughs> so, sticking to the status quo is no longer so satisfying as it needs to be. So, when we when we had the roundtable discussion I earlier mentioned, because the partners, all three of us, we were all unique in our own special way. So, the key word when we thought about all of this was uniqueness. Because like you said, when someone thinks of a brand emerging from an African country, they think Ankara design or they think something that has to do with Ankara. So, it's not necessarily... We're thinking of a world where Africa is not necessarily separated from the rest of the world. It doesn't have to be that, okay, because this design is coming from an African country, let it have some kind of Ankara fusion. I mean, sure, it's good to represent, but we have a lot of representation as it is. Okay. So we wanted to do some than representing where the brand was coming from, or rather, representing where the brand um, when the brand emerged, we wanted to represent something else, and that was uniqueness, that was boldness, that was, um, like I said earlier, just keeping forth the idea that 
people should not premature um, or rather have premature impressions without asking questions first. We wanted to stand for something completely different. Yeah, I did, and I did, and that was an amazing one. I like the fact that you guys really, of course, talk about representations being out there. So, um, kind of, of course, just like um, trying to um taking something for so long you're like okay when are we going to like change the taste of this like when are we going to like okay can we try this and this so uh that was really um um a great move uh a bold one to to say um by you guys um talking about i don't know we are dealing on this we, we have to still continue dealing on this okay so um for the e-outlet and uh, the the sales when it um, it came to okay we have the product we have what we, it, it takes. What was it like uh, uh, when it came to the distribution part of it? Okay, who is our, um, okay, who are we selling this to? Who was the demographic like? Who are we targeting? What, are, what is the, uh, the range of, uh, of uh, the range of people are we targeting? Okay, what's um, sexual, uh, okay, what, what sex are we doing? Is it only for the boys? Is it only for the girls? Is it for everybody? What was that at that time? What was the show like? And what is this brand for? And like, okay, who and who can wear it? Like, is this for everybody? Can my my pops wear it? Can my little brother wear? Can the baby wear this? Like, what was that decision at that, that time? Like, take us back to um that round table again when the decision was about to be made. And like, okay, okay, if we are actually getting this product out there, what is our market? Where is the market? And who are we targeting? Thank you, Samuel, once again. When you know when we thought of our demographic concerning this particular brand we get, we thought of a worldwide audience. Not necessarily because most people when they start they start um to sell look at first before they expand you hear the function and then they move into maybe a regional audience and then you know they move forward to a more wider audience but when we started we never really thought of it in that same way we thought of being present because in the, the technology being what it is right now you can reach you you can reach the far ends of the world. So why limit yourself to your look out? So we, when we when we thought about this, our audience was to reach as far as we possibly can. And considering that majority of that post launch, considering majority of our uh, customers came from North America, it goes to show that. You need you need not start from your own country. You can just say, okay, this is what we are willing to offer. Wherever you are in the world, if you like what you see, go ahead and place an order and we'll have it to you. We'll get it to you. Because we have systems in place. What's stopping us really? There's nothing stopping us. We have courier services. So if you place an order, we can get it to you as soon as possible in the situation that you want. Now, when it comes to the sizes and 
to say, okay, whether we are making this for boys or for girls. Like I told you earlier, or like I mentioned earlier, the the, um, the brand, the design does not discriminate against anybody. Whether you're a girl, you're a guy. Okay, we discriminate against age because there's a universal size. So of course, a baby might not be able to wear the wicked brand. But if you would really like to have your baby wear the brand, you could make you could make a specialized order. You could say, okay, I want to have this at this particular size. We don't have that in stock as it is, so we don't sell to babies or we don't sell to we don't sell to babies or little children. It's not really part of our audience. But if anyone is an order for these kids, it will have to be a special order to say, okay, this is what we want for social society, and we'll get it. We we'll have everything in place that we need to do that. So, like I said. Demographic goes to the priorities of the world, and just wherever you are, as long as you can see what we offer, you like what you see, and you're willing to pay for it, we'll have it to you. Wow, that is that is just um an amazing uh that's just an amazing one, man. And of course, see, I I'm just so intrigued when it, it comes to this because I had the opportunity to um. Of course, talking about the link, the link will be shared during uh, when the episode is finally out. Um, that will be a few hours from now. Um, with one of the most things that got me intrigued was, of course, I, <laughs> I'm always so honest when it comes to the, uh, the podcast Faithfuls, uh, the Chronicle podcast Faithfuls. I'm always so honest because, um, come to think of it, over the years, um, this year we, we actually turned two. Um, we are still a baby in the, in the podcast world. But um, one of the things that really uh, gets me intrigued is personalities, humans. Um, I'm, I'm more into the human economy, if there's anything like that. I'm more into the human economy because I just like, I'm like, why is this person like this? I just don't like, why is this person like this? So when I came to um, um, the hospitality industry, we are, we are currently working, uh, I'm like, People, of course, you know, that's a, uh, a, an industry that you have different personalities, even from different backgrounds. Like, you don't even know where the heck this one pulled out from. So, it's really one of those uh, amazing moments you get to, like, okay, I've been seeing this face for a while now, but you have never, like, okay, excuse me, who is this? So, it took a month plus, even going to two months for me to, like, finally... It's as if I've not, I've never heard you speak before. So I'm like, okay. So the day you actually did speak, and I'm like, okay, for the first time, I'm like, calm down, hold your asses, listen to that. And I'm like, wow, we've got something here. So I'm like, can we get something done? I'm so glad and happy that even if it took days, weeks to get this to happen, you are finally here on the Chronicle Podcast. I couldn't be more prouder to actually tell you thank you and welcome once again to the chronicle podcast because um it's really an amazing time having you on and i'll still love to ask more questions still based on uh the the camera culture brand um of course you are the fine the chief financial officer of this brand and you i know you are someone that works uh in the ict department 
where did when did you get to move from uh, an IT ICT expert to a financial expert? Tell me the, where the switch came because I, I would I would think you would really uh, walk you even be the creative director more of more than this um chief financial officer so what happened like why did you and how did you even get here because it's intriguing to to me sometimes when i get to see people i'm like okay this this uh, person fits more here yeah, i know it's been for being here and, and they get to do something where i'm like excuse me <laughs> where did this come out from so i want to get to know that logic like okay someone this is from the ict world the the technology world okay you are handling funds you are taking the the, the brunt for business planning you are the one uh, with the equity and debt negotiations you are the one handling the business planning the measures the acquisition how the investment is like excuse me where did we where did we get here so i just want to get that from you first class information like how did we get from the ict manager to somebody handling the financial part of the business Samuel, first off, I am not the ICT manager. I'm an IT support specialist. <laughs> I would like to... You have been correcting me all, all episode long, and I don't mind to, to say I stand corrected once again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, secondly, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I you would be surprised at the thing that people are capable of when you give them the chance. So when it comes to the, what seems like a switch in roles between being an IT expert and being a financial accountant, not to oversimplify the role of an accountant, but there is a lot, I am really good with numbers, on a very basic sense, I'm really good with numbers. Wow. I had was at the math tutor. I used to, I think I was 18 at the time. So I used to train students for the YEC and the JAM examination, math and math alone. I had, I had, I had accomplishments when I did this. I took several F students to B and took some C students to B and then some to A. Uh, my most outstanding accomplishment was taking an F student to an E student in math. You know how much people fear math. Yeah. So I'm really good with numbers. But other than that, I do a lot of research. But the turning point is this. I have a financial advisor. So someone who is actually one of the things I do, I don't do them based solely on my knowledge. I do some research, I do extensive research actually. And whenever I feel like I am not getting a whole some enough understanding of a concept, I reach out to my financial advisor who is always willing to help and give me as much advice as possible. Yes, that's how I make this work. okay um i mean that's that's intriguing and talk about intriguing talk about inspiring talk about innovative talk about 
um, telling people that uh, thought, okay, so um, you, you thought uh, this is what you uh, this is what you uh, you get. How about I give you something different? You thought you you knew me. Uh, you thought you know me. Uh, you've you've not even met anything yet. Uh, so um, of course the pro wrestling fans who actually know the co the connotation I'm trying to make while saying this. And of course, it's the A&E biography, the Legends biography on the WWE Hall of Famer Edge. So when we come back from break, we'll dive into that. And that will be the final segment for the show. Uh, we would love to dive into that more. And of course, um, I'm giving you a spoiler here. Wisdom isn't a pro wrestling fan did you get that is that a pro wrestling fan so um of course probably probably like why the fuck would you get him in there he's not a pro fan come on calm your horses so um when you come back from break we'd love to hear from wisdom and his take on uh, the a &E biography of the WWE hall of famer edge Thank you so much, The Chronicle Podcast Faithfuls, for taking time out to listen to that conversation between me and the Chief Financial Officer of Camaria Culture Wisdom. That was incredible. And you'll be asking yourself, oh, I saw on the graphics, it was weekend, stroke edge. Where is the edge doc uh, documentary um, 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 intake or takes or where is the dissection um, episode we promised to give? Oh, just don't even bother um, asking those questions because um, coming up a um, few days from now, check this, check your space because we'll be dropping that episode for you. It was incredible and it was a two-part special. A one hour for you, but then one hour, what did you talk? What was going on? Just listen when it's out. And also, the one that we follow it, the wrestling school. We tried to take wisdom to school. So it was incredible, remarkable. We still remain the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lahian. That was Wisdom Oko, the Chief Financial Officer of Camaria Culture. If you haven't seen Wicked, check our space for the links for to their WhatsApp um, business page and their Instagram page. Man, you need to get your merchandise. It is sick. Wow, talking about telling things that are connotative. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> 